Yo, this is your girl, Miss Tech. And this is your girl, Barefoot Gypsy. And this is Unfiltered Facts. Eating butt is not a sin. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, yo. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Flock back at you yet again with another episode of Unfiltered Facts. This is episode 23, I believe. I believe this is episode 23. If it ain't, whatever. <laughs> I think it's 23, though. Well, only the real can relate, man. Um, first off, big ups to all the platforms, of course, that you listen to this podcast on. I like to thank all the new people that's been coming coming along from wherever you came and found this podcast from whether it be um i don't know whether it be from the game of illuminati whether it be from i don't know just randomly searching stuff searching and coming over there and all that shit man um also for those who've been uh coming from the podcast over to my twitch channel and checking me out over there i like to really sincerely thank you because i know sometimes y'all listen to someone and you just hearing the voice and when you see someone live and just like interacting with people and stuff, it's like you kind of like skeptical. Like, is this dude really as authentic as he claims to be, or, <laughs> or, or or is he just like a character or whatever? So when you come over there and say, "Yo, I came from the podcast. I appreciate what you do. Appreciate the good, the good stuff you talk about and all that shit, man." Then when y'all come back and back every time I'm streaming over there, that is greatly appreciated. I truly am humbled by that, man. I really am. So. Y'all know if you if you are brand new over here, man, this is what we do. We talk about a plethora of different things, whether it be sports, gaming, real life, just whatever. So music, it, it don't really matter, man. Nothing is pretty much almost nothing is is off limits over here, man. If I feel the need to talk about it, I will. If I don't, then I won't. You know what I mean? Um, this almost didn't happen, man. And I'll tell y'all why um so you know how we always start this podcast i have to let y'all know that you know like i said before i'm gonna talk my shit i'm gonna drink my water y'all hear that i'm gonna drink my water because talking doing a podcast by yourself with no one to play off of is incredibly difficult at times you know as far as like keeping your you know keeping your whistle wet you know what i'm saying so yeah that's what we're gonna do I'm not trying to have desert throat talking for an hour or however how long this might be a little bit shorter but Let's get on with it. What's been going on with your boy, Flop? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. I just celebrated a birthday on May 21st. Yeah, so appreciate all the, the birthday wishes I was getting on uh on Twitch and Instagram and Twitter and wherever else that you find me. I appreciate everybody that was, that was giving me all those well wishes. I'm truly, like, like I said, appreciative of that. Um, I took a week, like a week and a half off of work um just a just a planned vacation that i had because i still got another one before the before uh, i gotta take before october so i had two of them just sitting and i just never used them so i was like hey i actually had planned on being in california that week but you know shit happens and you know travel plans get get taken out but it's whatever man and believe it or not this quarantine shit is not as bad as it seems to me personally i know a lot of people want to get out and do shit and go places and stuff like that to me I've been able to save some money, you know what I'm saying, and pretty much not have to deal with people. Like, I'm just going to be real, man. Sometimes I just don't want to deal with people. Like, 
it just hasn't been as bad as a lot of people make it out to be. It just gave me time to one, clean up my house. And that's what I did. And two, spend time with my sons, which I had them with me from like that Sunday, had them from like Sunday to Sunday and took them back, you know, saying home month that, that, that Monday, this past Monday. So I had them for like a week straight with me where it was just the three of us and we had fun. We made the most of, of what we, you know, what we could do in this house and in the yard and shit like that. So I put their little asses to work too. So yeah. <laughs> hey man, they gotta learn, man. They gotta learn. Like Bernie Mac say. Um also I was looking for I went I was like looking around for a dog. And before anyone asks, I'm looking for a, uh, an American bully breed dog. I love those dogs. I want me one. And I was looking. Those dogs are terribly expensive, man. If you don't know somebody, <clears throat> which I kinda do, but he never like got back with me, so I'm just like going on the whole I'll I'll find one myself type deal. So and you got to be careful. Like anybody that's looking for dogs and stuff, like these quote unquote breeders, breeding experts and stuff, a lot of them are frauds. So you really have to do your homework on a lot of these people because they'll charge you like a price that for a, a so-called breed of dog that's not really full-blooded breed of that dog. So you know, so you have to do that. I know someone that learned that shit the hard way. <clears throat> uh so that's pretty much what's been going on with me for the you know since the last time uh, like i said besides everything else that's, that's you know typical day type shit um let's get into a little bit of music stuff i mean i guess this has to do with music uh this doja cat controversy now it came across my timeline on on, on twitter my timeline on twitter and shit but i'm not gonna lie i was never really a fan of hers uh, I just could never really get with the music. To me, it was like, to me, it just felt like, like it was like a mockery of 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 the culture. To me, that's just how I felt. I never thought that the music was was authentic. I never thought that the music was real. I just always thought it was just a fucking joke. She was just a pretty girl that just made silly music. And uh, apparently, she went. You know, what I'm saying some shit came up where, um, yeah, she was on a what? Did, I don't know what type of video call with a bunch of white dudes and she went out her way to say some some uh derogatory statement you know what i mean use the n-word and stuff now many many may or may not know that she's mixed race but this is one of those cases where you can tell she never one embraced her black side two was exposed to her black side you know what i'm saying of of her of her heritage um and it showed you could tell she went to school with predominantly white folks and that's nothing wrong with that but if you're mixed race you do want to know that because at the end of the day even if you have black a lot of white folks let's just be real a lot of white folks gonna look at you you just a, you're still a nigga let's just be real that's what they that's that's here's what they think about you and i'm not saying everyone's like that i love all people from all over the world you know what i'm saying all shades sizes and colors but let's just call a spade a spade. I mean, this is what they think about you a lot of the time. And a lot of times they're not laughing with you. They laughing at you. So she's trying to do a lot of shit. You could tell that a lot of her friends, you know what I'm saying, were white. You know what I'm saying? And they dated white men. So that's all she that's all she knew. And she thought that that was the way to be. So she never really embraced, you know what I'm saying, the culture from a black side. But let's be, let's be real. The majority of her fans are young black males. And that's the truth. I mean, she just didn't she just uh, say some shit about 
if something went number one or something, she was gonna show her titties and shit like that. I, I'm just be real. I was never looking forward to that shit. Cause I, 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 let's be real. You seen one, you seen you seen one set of titties, you didn't seen them all. That's just me. <laughs> That's just me, man. And I don't get excited by looking at looking at looking at titties and shit. That that may have excited me when I was 16, 13, 14, maybe. But by 16, I was already fucking, so I hadn't seen titties before. So, but like I said. <laughs> I I don't I don't think she truly embraced it and then I know she supposedly did some half-hearted apology or whatever whatever and um she actually all uh, went on record before saying some shit about yeah this, now I don't know how true this is or if she was trying to be sarcastic because you never know she's a quirky chick bro so it's like she's one of them pretty quirky chicks and I don't mean she's pretty quirky I mean she's pretty yet quirky and just goofy off the rails sometimes so she's a little off sometimes, but like I said, that comes from, you know, the upbringing and not saying that her mom didn't do the best that she could with or whatever, because her mom can't teach her how to be black if her mom is white. So you can't fault. <clears throat> a lot of people are going to say, oh, yo, it's her mama fault for nice. No, it's not. It's not. She can't expose her to something she's not really all that familiar with, but she can try to educate her and tell her like, you know, this is what can happen if you do this or if you don't do that. So... Either way, man, she got caught out there and people talking about canceling her and all that shit. Like, let's be real. How many times, all these times when people say they're going to cancel somebody, when does it ever happen? Like, I hear this all the time about someone going to get canceled, but I've never truly seen it. I've never truly seen this shit work. Like, someone please explain to me how does cancel culture work? Because this is what happens. Someone to go on record, they'll say some... I remember the Hulk Hogan shit when he was talking about his daughter, found out her, his daughter was fucking a black dude. Then he went on record by saying the N-word, and you doing this, you doing it. Think about all these wrestlers that he called his friends that were black over the years. How do you think they felt? They felt some type of way, right? All the people on the internet that were let down, black, black kids. I remember when I was a child, Hulk Hogan was the biggest thing in wrestling, like in wrestling all over the world. <clears throat> I mean, and that was disappointing to hear that, but... A lot of people was like not surprised. They were like, yeah, he's always been a piece of shit. So when you say shit like that, it just, to some is like, it's heart, it's heart wrenching. To others, it's like, I'm just glad it finally got out there because we almost pretty much knew that this is how this person felt. Now they just got caught saying it. So I don't know. I think with her, she, she really needs to wake up because Let's, I'm gonna be real, yo. Just, I just don't get it. I'm not into the music, so I'm not a fan as it is. So it doesn't bother me either way. And she'll pull the, you know, I'm 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 a black woman and all that stuff. You've never admitted. She's never admitted to being black. She's always said she's biracial, and she don't really identify with the black side of her, you know, the black side of her bloodline. So she don't really identify with it, and it shows. It shows when you listen to her talk. When you listen to the music, you you hear how, how how she talks in interviews and shit like that. She doesn't, and I just think I think a part of it, she just doesn't get it. You know what I'm saying? And I think this may be the reality check that she needs. You know what I mean? Because when those sales start dropping, and those people that really support you, you know what I mean? I'm gonna be real. How many 30 year old white women is bumping Doja Cat? Like how many 25 year old white men is bumping Doja Cat? I don't know. I know a lot of teenage boys and early 20s and late 20s boys, men, black, 
they play a lot of her music. Why I don't know, because I can't stress this enough, I'm not a fan of the music at all, but I'm just trying to call a spade a spade, and I really think that she fucked up, but we all holler this cancer culture shit. A bullshit apology will happen, and like I said before, everyone will forget. It always happens, yo. It happens all the time. All the time. Um, then the shit, the shit happened with Justin Bieber, and he hung out with black folks. Remember he had little twists with him all the damn time? That was his ace boom coon, for lack of a better term. That was his man. And this man was making songs, talking, you know, y'all heard it before. I'm not going to repeat that shit, but... Uh, I don't know, man. Whatever. And y'all still, people still buying his music. So no one cares. Um, something that's not so, you know, something that's a lot more serious than this Doja Cat bullshit that just happened recently. Uh, Minneapolis cop killing a black man by putting his knee in the back of his damn head. That shit was so fucking disturbing to watch. Like, I, like none of us know what happened prior to that. But all I know is once you got this man in restraints, you got him on the ground. You just got to stand over. Where is he going to go? What is he going to do? And you can see that cop's face. He had the most smug look on his face, right? And this shit, this shit upset me really bad. He had the most smug look on his face. Basically like, oh, so yeah, what you going to do now? Basically like, yeah, I got you now, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much the look he had on his face. Then he had an Asian cop, which was his partner, backing the people up that's recording the whole fucking thing. And my thing is, whether that's your partner or not, you know right from wrong. And right is right and wrong is wrong. That excessive force shit, that was wrong. Once you got him, you got him. Whatever he did, okay, ring him up for that. But it was no need to have your knee in the back of somebody's hip because what you're doing is one you cutting off oxygen flow two you cutting off the blood flow to his brain as well so not only are you suffocating him you actually causing him to have a stroke as well that's pretty much what you're doing when you do that so that that shit was just highly corny and his partner should have knew better and you know they don't want to they don't want to undermine each other in front of people and shit like that these little codes the boys in blue we're the boys in blue and they don't want to do that shit but a man lost his life for what for what he didn't kill anybody he didn't shoot at a cop i've literally seen people and i know we don't want to bring the race thing into it but let's be real black men young black males are dying at an alarming rate due to police excessive force shooting and killing people choking them out for selling loose cigarettes choking them killing them for having a fucking frisbee in their hand and and shit like that like come on son kids getting killed over dumb shit because of cops cops trigger happy cops because they see nothing happens to them nothing happens to them at most they're gonna get paid leave for a couple months and then when the shit blows over and they find them not guilty and all this other shit because we all know the we all know the United States justice uh, just judicial system is a fucking joke. So, I mean, we we seen what happened with with fucking uh, Zimmerman. He's still walking around. You know what I'm saying? He's still walking around. And I'm not gonna lie, I never like really went over. I never wanted to see somebody get their shit split open more than I did him at that time. And yeah, but anyways, that shit right there that is disturbing 
because his his partner should have stopped him. His partner should have said, hey, man, that's enough. This dude was telling him, don't. He said, please don't kill me. He said that. Please don't kill me. I can't breathe. He put in his whole force of his weight. And he wasn't no small dude. He looked like he was about six feet tall and he weighed at least 200 pounds. Putting on the base of your neck. You know what I'm saying? While you already on the ground and can't move, helpless. That's some bullshit, bro. That's some bullshit. And I said this before and I'm going to say this again. You know what I'm saying? Cops, most cops, a lot of cops become cops because they were pussies in fucking high school. Most of these police officers, they were bitches. They were pussies. They were punks. Punk ass motherfuckers in high school that always got their ass taunted, bullied, picked on, got their ass beat for being bitch ass motherfuckers. And now they want to turn the table and take it out on other people that had nothing to do with why they were the little bitch. Most, most cops were pussies in high school. How many tough guys in high school ended up becoming cops? They don't. They don't. Most cops were bitch made in high school. I know a couple. That's why. I, that's how I know this. I know a couple, and I see them every now and again too. And I just look at them like you still a bitch. <laughs> I just give them that look, and I just smirk and I laugh, like you little bitch ass nigga. Like that's that's just how I look at them. But like, it's crazy, and. We have people that's, you know what I'm saying, that's dying out here, man. And my my thing is, whether you white, black, whoever, you know, Latino, Asian, whatever, you should not want to see any human being get treated like this. Now, if they did something wrong, they they shot at a cop or some shit like that, then the cop got to do what he got to do. They, they have the license to do that. But once you got this person apprehended for whatever reason, no one can give, give up the reason why he was arrested. They, I don't know if they say he fit a description of something that happened somewhere else. This shit happened. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, really? Like, <laughs> come on, man. There's, everybody fits a description. You know, they think all, all black folks look alike any fucking way. So who knows, bro? And then, you know, the cops are going to find a way to clean this shit up and make this shit like look like dude with a problem. You can have all this video evidence and let's go back to fucking, what was that, 1990? 192 or whatever when Rodney King got his ass beat when people thought that NWA was making this shit up in those records when they was making fuck the police and all this other shit and people on the, the rest of the world thought oh they just being clowns they just trying to get attention and all this other shit and then when you seen that Rodney King shit happen it woke everybody up like damn this shit really is fucking happen fucking happening out there you know what I mean somebody videotaped that shit back in the day when they had camcorders videotaped this man get his ass beat by like four different cops and all them cops got found not guilty all of them they beat this man to a pulp pumpkin head and all and they found all of them not guilty that's how corrupt this shit is and they they supposedly fired the two cops bruh fuck fire him they need to convict them they need to convict the dude that put his uh neck his hand had his fucking knee all in his neck he need to be convicted for murder and the other guy need to be, you know what I'm saying, as an accessory because he didn't fucking stop an accomplice because he didn't stop this shit when he could have and should have. So, the, look, Benjamin Franklin said this quote before. He said, justice would not be served until those unaffected are as outraged as the ones who are affected. And that's all it's going to take because this shit is only going to get worse until the people that it don't affect which will be everybody else. Let's be real. 
it's going to be everybody else that's going to have to be as, as, as pissed off and as outraged about it as we are. You know what I mean? And I got sons. I have sons. You know what I'm saying? I have sons. And it's a shame that I have to tell them to avoid the fucking police as much as they can. Because you never know what type of mode they're going to be in. They can have a bad mood. They could just be straight out a bitch-ass nigga. They can find out they wife fucking the, the UPS man. And they want to take it out on somebody, bro. So, this shit is sad, bro. Like, I, I didn't even want to spend that much time talking about it. But, yeah. And speaking of calling the cops, let's let's talk about this shit. I just seen some other shit about uh this woman that called the cops on a black man. After he called her out for uh, having her, what, like an unleashed dog run around in a, in a park. She threatened to call the cops, like... This man basically just told her, like, you know, and this dude, you can hear it in his voice. He he is, like, one of the most harmless people. They come to find out he is a fucking bird watcher. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, like, this big um, LGBT, like, advocate and all this other shit. Just, like, he comes across as, like, the nicest guy. Like, the nicest guy. But, you know, in typical Karen fashion, you know what I'm saying? Her privilege thinks that she's above the fucking law and... She, instead of saying, okay, well, all right, I understand what you're saying, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or you could have just left it alone. She said, well, I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to tell them that an African-American is threatening me and shit like that. Like, you can hear her as clear as day saying this shit. So her motive was, all right, you big black nigga, I'm going to call the cops and have them come take care of your ass. How you like that? And she thought that was going to scare him. He like, okay, go ahead, call him. Look what I just recorded, basically. That's just the dumb shit that people do. And that's this big outrage, you know what I'm saying? White women don't want to be called Karen. But when you act like that, and it's getting caught all the time, I seen some shit where a lady um, had to move from sitting in, like, sitting in some, uh, I don't know if it was a restaurant or a bar or something, and because the seat was reserved, and the dude told her, and she got pissed off, and instead of fucking just leaving, she got out started coughing all in the dude's face. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... After you pick your teeth up off the ground and come to, you know what I'm saying? After you do all that, I hope you must up enough courage to, you know what I'm saying, to realize what you did wrong. Cause that would have been one of them chance, one of them times where never hit a woman would have got thrown out the window. Because at that point, you basically, you basically, you basically being a bioterrorist at that point. Because you know it's a pandemic going on right now and you deliberately doing that shit. Like spitting in somebody's face. I seen that shit before. You know what I'm saying? People doing that shit, man. It's, bruh, it's, it's, it's some weird fucking people out here, man. It's some weird fucking people out here. That's why I stay to my fucking self, bro. That's why I stay to myself. I try to avoid dealing with people as much as I possibly can. And I know people probably think I'm just an asshole, but no. I mean, I am, but at the same time, I'm not an asshole to anybody who didn't deserve it. Let's just, let's just keep it like that. I don't just do it just for the sake of doing it. I do it for people that actually deserve it. They need a taste of their own fucking medicine. And I can show them like, hey, I can show you better than I can tell you. Now, I can talk shit with the best of them, but I figure showing you a, a, a really set you straight. Uh, What else? Um, I guess we go a little bit of sports side of thing. Uh, I watched the, the last episodes of The Last Dance and it was really good, man. It was It was really, really good. It was entertaining is what the world needed to see. Um, show everybody why Michael Jordan is so highly regarded as the best player ever. It was all the shit that he had to go through and the, the mental preparation 
and all this other stuff. It's just like, it was a lot to take in, man. That's why I like the way they spaced it out. What they did it like two episodes at a time. I thought that was tastefully done. I mean, I talked about this last time, but like the la watching the last ones, the last few episodes, it was really good, man. Of course, Twitter being who they are, they they always try to find a reason to try to discredit, you know, say all the LeBron fans. It's like, bro, appreciate greatness through all the, the different eras, man. You don't have to shit on this, man. It's like, it was a lot of other people that was trying to shit on LeBron after that. It's like, bro, I know how to respect everybody and appreciate everybody. I don't go out my way to discredit no one. And I mean no one. Like, it's a lot of weird, a lot of weird fucking people out here, man. I don't want to touch too much on that. I just, if you haven't watched it, I suggest you watch it. I don't know if they got it on, like, Netflix or some shit now. They should. I know they've been replaying that shit on ESPN like fucking crazy. But um, if you got ESPN Plus or whatever, whatever, I'm sure you can catch it there. You know, it's, it's playing everywhere, man. I, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I watched it because I don't have cable. So I'm not going to tell you how I watched that shit live, but... I saw all them episodes live. I wasn't missing that shit at all. Um, oh, another thing I've been catching up on. I've been catching up on, um, I finally finished watching. I believe it was, um, what was that fucking Daredevil season two? Um, I watched the last few episodes of Punisher because I knew I had a few more episodes to go. And a lot of y'all don't know that's like my favorite fucking comic book character, the Punisher. Um, I watched that, and then I've been watching uh, the Vice uh, Dark Side of the Ring episodes. Some of those are pretty, pretty fucking interesting, and a couple of them were like, eh, I don't really care. But this last one, man, on uh, Owen Hart, this was crazy, man. Like, just a real brief synopsis, because a lot of y'all may not be wrestling fans, and you may not even fucking care, but Owen Hart uh, actually died uh, while performing a stunt, trying to go down from the Raptors on like this fucking bungee cord. And he fell, literally fell to his death in the damn ring. And they just basically talked to his wife, uh, his son, his daughter, his brother. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple of more people. And I don't think it was no more of his brothers and sisters. But uh, a couple more people. They even had Jim Cornette on that, man. Jim Cornette was on that fucking crying. I've never seen Jim Cornette tear up or nothing. And um, they showed why this happened. Because they said the people that they originally had was like this big professional company. And then all, I like, it seemed like overnight... They, they went with this cheaper shit because it was cheaper. And um, they they basically showed this fucking thing that he was he was clipped to, right? You know those uh, those metal clips that... Um, it's like the fucking metal clips that, that be tied to your keychain. It looked like one of those. And they told him, oh yeah, you'll be good as long as you don't pull this cord. And I'm like, wait a minute. He should have a whole fucking harness, you know what I'm saying, wrapped you know what I'm saying, under his legs and all this other shit. And that wasn't the case. It was a thing that was like behind his back and like on his chest. So, yeah, that that was crazy. I remember that pay-per-view too. And it happened, I think it was like over the edge or something like that. And this was back in like May of, it was around this time, May of 1999 as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, because I, I, remember, I remember seeing that shit, man. And that shit was crazy. You didn't see it when it happened, but they cut right to the, the announcers when it happened. And you knew something was really wrong. But anyways, they showed how it happened and they showed that clip thing that he was hooked to. And they said, you could basically release this with six pounds of pressure. Six. A baby can, can provide six pounds of pressure to release something, even accidentally. Now, mind you, Owen Hart 
was a 230-pound grown-ass 33, 34-year-old man. Bruh. This man fell to his death from the fucking rafters, probably a good 100 feet. And I think they said he hit the, the turnbuckle or something, which bruised his sternum and basically caved his fucking chest in and he was coughing up blood and shit and died in the, basically all damn it died in the ring. That wasn't like even the, like that as bad as that was, the worst part about that shit that that happened was that Vince McMahon did not even stop the show. He didn't even stop the show. He made the wrestlers go back out, go out there and, and, and wrestle. Now, mind you, you work with somebody, right? Say you at your job and somebody working, say on a fucking forklift or on a scaffold or some shit. And this dude fall down, split his damn head open, dies right there on the fucking floor. And they basically just scrape him up. You know what I'm saying? Scrape him up, wheel him out and tell y'all, Hey y'all, y'all go back to work. Y'all go back to work. That's pretty much what that's. Say you work at Home Depot and somebody bust they shit open. You know what I'm saying? Or a fucking nail gun accident. Some that shit drive right through somebody's fucking skull. And they sit there and bleed the fuck out and die. <clears throat> that shit is crazy, man. Vince McMahon is a piece of shit for that, bro. Like, and I hate to, for this, this to be that type of episode. I should have spaced these topics out a little bit more. Because I feel like I'm being like really like angry about everything that I'm talking about right now. But it's just it's just what happened man so i'm i'm just feel like i'm obliged to tell y'all that but you 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 had them wrestlers go out there and you see a blood-stained mat and shit like that how you think they supposed to perform and they gave basically the announcer like 10 seconds notice like yeah this is what happened blah 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 and they still out there trying to call a match everybody like the crowd is confused nobody knows how to react to nothing it's like come on man that was the worst shit ever bro and I think around that time I started realizing, man, I may not want to support this shit, bro. But I knew my kids watched it, so I would like take them to Monday Night Raw and shit like that. But because I didn't want, you know, I didn't want them to fucking do. I mean, this was later, of course, years later when I started having kids and shit. But still, I, I never that that taste never left out of my mouth with that, bro. And that just re reopened the old wound, just knowing that shit. But we didn't know that part about that clip thing, bro. Like. We knew something wasn't wasn't right, but they kept that shit under wraps. And how she found, how his wife found out, was some dirty shit too. That Vince basically called her, said, "Yeah, he failed. He had an accident." She didn't tell him exactly. He didn't tell her exactly what. And she like, "Well, what happened? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know." We all know if you're a wrestling fan, you know nothing goes on in those buildings that Vince McMahon don't know about. He's sitting sitting in that what they call a gorilla position telling everybody what to do through the headsets so he knows what happened but he didn't want to be the one to tell her so he told his wife that he would have someone else call her and tell her what happened now mind you they are in kansas city missouri owen hart is from calgary alberta canada so his wife is in calgary alberta canada you know what i'm saying come on son like <laughs> you all in canada imagine being in canada as a woman and you hearing something happen to your husband but you nobody can tell you what happened to him you can't call him he can't call you and you just got to find out wait for someone to call you and tell you what happened like man i see why she sued the fuck out of them but yeah man let's let's move on from that but that was some some dirty ass shit bro like dirty shit uh let's get into some twitter questions uh 
I got a few. Like, I actually got some good ones, too. I'm going to try to make these real quick, man. Because, like I said, I, I don't anticipate this episode being really that long. Um, this uh, first question is from... What the fuck is your name again, bro? Uh, I can't pronounce that shit, man. He said, yo, Flock, what up? I want to get into content creation, maybe Twitch or YouTube. But I always hear you and TBH say that YouTube sucks right now and that it's hard to build on Twitch. He usually he usually gets upset when people ask how to start, so I figured I'd ask you. Alright. Well, first of all, why the hell you think you figured you asked me? Um, no, nah, let me stop. But um real quick and easy, uh YouTube does suck right now. YouTube caters to to kitty shit. And um I don't know if that's the route you want to take. I mean, YouTube algorithm has been broken for years. The people that should be seen, that, that that create the best content, they shit don't see the light of day. And people that create a lot of horseshit content, they the ones that tend to blow up. So it's just all a part of playing that YouTube algorithm game. Find a lane that you're comfortable with. And um, I don't suggest doing anything that you're not good at or being comfortable with, like talking about or or play games playing. I don't know what you never really specify what you want to do on that. So. Do what you feel comfortable doing. It's gonna take a while. You gotta get used to talking to yourself. Like, like for real. That's the that's the one biggest adjustment. You have to get used to talking to yourself and not feel weird doing it. Like I'm so used to it now. It's like I can have I can be at work overnight and I have full blown conversations like with myself. It sound like because I'll be thinking this shit out loud and I'll replay it in my head and just make sure. Okay, don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do this. All right, when you finish this, make sure you do that tomorrow. Since you all do this shit. And I'll be saying this shit like I'm talking to myself, but it's just the way I it's just the way I think out loud. So like be be a master of thinking out loud. Um <clears throat> on Twitch, I'm gonna be real with you. Twitch is a Twitch is also a, like a, a flaky game because I mean one minute people love you, next minute they don't love you no more over there sometimes, man. But when you get that loyal following, like what I'm starting to experience now and that just came with like trial and error bro like you have to find what you're good at like twitch unless you just like the ultimate like most entertaining person and i know y'all a lot of people y'all watch you know what I'm saying gi like you brought up me and tbh like we have this dynamic where if we find a topic that both of us can fucking relate on and it's either a serious shit or b some shit we can make fun of Woo! we got content for days after that because we play off each other so well like we don't sit and say all right well we're gonna do this today and then i'm gonna bring this up it's never no, no scripted shit with us like all the shit that you see us do on twitch that shit most of the time nine times out of ten that shit is just improv that's improv bro we just improvise and we play off each other so you have to have that that quick wit you know what i'm saying so try to do that because i don't know that, that i don't know man i don't really know which way route you're trying to take I mean, it's a it's a million paths to take, but you have to find out which one is truly straight. Um, next question is from David. I ain't gonna say your last name, bro. But David, he said the way you all handle trolls and stupid people is god tier. But I'm not sure. <clears throat> I'm not sure I am able to do so because I don't handle conflict or criticism well. Maybe it's because of the way that people are on the internet. Any advice on how to deal with that? Yeah. I'm gonna give you the perfect advice. Fuck them. <laughs> that's a, that's the easy way, man. Fuck them, dude. 
the internet with the internet bro i'ma tell you the block button the fucking uh band button whatever that shit it will be your best friend bro whether it be on twitter uh fucking youtube twitch facebook i don't give a fuck whatever the fuck if you on myspace i'm sure they, they got a block button on that too i don't care bro like go on that shit i don't care if you on fucking farmers only black people meet christian mingle nigga grinder whatever you whatever your taste is bro whatever you whatever you go on and you deal with people is a way for you not to have to deal with them people man like if that's what yo that's what you deal with bro that get down how you live man that's do what you have to do um i like with, with dealing with people like trying to criticize you and shit like that most of the people that have the most to say they doing the least and when you think about it, I'm gonna give you this bit of advice, and I, I just recently said this on stream. Um, when you think about it, why would look? I'm I'm trying to sound like look. Fuck it. Fuck all these nothing having going for the mass niggas on the internet, bro. Like with like when you think about it, never never take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. That's the best way I can put it. When you think about it, if you if you wouldn't even consider taking advice from them, why would you even care about their criticism? That's that that goes to show how much weight their opinions hold. So I wouldn't really worry about it. You know what I mean? You know they say opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one any fucking way. So you can't you can't make everybody happy. So don't make yourself crazy trying to do it. That's pretty much what I can tell you with that one. Fuck everybody and how they feel. You do what works for you. I mean, for everybody that got something to say, you're going to have five or six people that actually enjoy what you do or what you, you know what I'm saying, what you have to say. Just move on, bro. Enjoy using that block button, that band button. That shit works wonders for me, man. I fucking love it. That's how you tune out all the noise. I mean, y'all see how, y'all see how we, we deal with, we deal with the motherfuckers. We roast them. We ban them. You know what I'm saying? And get them the fuck up out of there. Or oh, I time them out and let them come back and say some more stupid shit just to kick them out again you know what i'm saying and until they don't want to say shit i'm i'm all about you know what i'm saying i'm all about just making you feel really fucking shitty by talking dumb shit to me so hopefully that works for you man um last one uh he says i ain't even get your name bro whatever he says i'm 22 and i just approached a girl that's 28 she likes me but she's embarrassed or ashamed or too ashamed to mess with me because of the age difference what should I do? I mean, what can you do? I mean, shit you can do, bro. All I can say, and I got personal experience with this one, so I'm gonna have to share. I guess I gotta share one of my personal personal stories. But it, it, I don't know how your situation gonna turn out, but I'm gonna tell you how mine turned out. Um, you being 22, she 28, so she at that age where she almost 30. She don't know which 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 route she want to take. I don't know if she got kids and all that other shit. You didn't specify, so I don't care. Let's just say she don't. It's just her or what have you. Now, first of all, what is her situation like? Does she still live with her parents? Do she have her own shit? You know what I'm saying? Do she have her shit together? Do she have a nice? Do she have a nice ass job? Or is she working working for, for the fucking? Or is she doing fries at Arby's? I don't know. You need to you know what I'm saying? You need to find out if what she's doing is something you want to do because. By the time you get 28, you know what I'm saying? By the time you get 28, she going to be, what, 34? And you should be doing better than her. You know what I'm saying? You should be doing just as good, if not better, than her. 
And if she's still, you know what I'm saying, in the same place, you have to look at that. Like, what route is she taking right now? You know what I'm saying? Which route is she taking? Um, she got friends, I'm sure. She probably mentions you. And some of her friends probably clowned her about it. So she don't want to, like, she like you, bro. I mean, if she like you, she giving you action. Trust me, bro. She gonna, she's going to come around. That's all I'm going to say. She'll come around. She going to probably either, A, do it on, like, some type of trial basis or whatever. Try to be on some shit where... She don't want everybody to know and she want to see if you immature because you're 22 and all this other shit. Or she just going to like, she just going to, she just going to, you know, come through and back it up for you. And you just going to be hitting a girl that's a little bit older than you. That shit happens, bro. Like I wouldn't think I, I wouldn't overthink it. Just play it cool. And the more she keep playing around, the least interest you show. I'm telling you, man, this shit works. If she start playing this game, stop showing interest. And then she's gonna come after you hard. I'm telling you, dude. Point being point case right here. I'ma tell y'all, man. I remember being 19 years old. I just came home from doing this little stint at Arkansas State where I was supposed to be out there to play ball. And that shit didn't work out because some grimy shit went down and you know, they couldn't, they couldn't process this and they couldn't process that. I was supposed to be there on a partial scholarship to play basketball. Didn't work out. So I came home, you know what I'm saying? Fucking in Jonesboro, Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? Fucking country bumpkin ass town. Bring my ass back to Chicago. Mom's like, <clears throat> yo, you need, a, you need a job, right? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I got you. You just got to take this test, do this, this, that, third. I'm working at the post office at the time. Now, I'm 19. 19. I started working up there. I'm doing a little seasonal shit. I'm doing a little seasonal job where you work for like three months from like, I want to say from like right around Thanksgiving, from right after Thanksgiving to like, to like February or some shit like that. Then they'll call you back. Then you work another three months. That shit. They call them uh, casuals, I believe. So I'm doing that shit. Now, along the way, somewhere along the way, they started having me do different shit. I wasn't where all the little regular, you know, the, the little, the grunts were, where, you know, the people that were just there seasonal. They had me doing the shit, started having me doing the shit that the other people were. So they was grooming me for greatness, supposedly, because my mom worked there and the dude she was messing with, you know what I'm saying? She was messing with, he ran the facility. He was like second in command in the facility. You know what I mean? So he had already put the bug and people were like, hey, I want him over there. I want him over there and shit like that. All right, cool. I'm not even knowing this shit at first until it started drawing. Him. So people are already like, yo, who is this kid? Now, mind you, at 19, I look like I was 16, bro. Like, I'm going to be real. Jay. I was 19. I look like I was a 16, 16, 17 year old kid. I ain't even look 19. So long story short, next you know, I'm in an area and this lady and she was nice looking too, boy. Older lady. But I knew she was older than me. But I didn't know how old she was. And um, I'm doing this shit. And she started talking to me. And shit. I, like I was always, I always had my headphones on. So I wasn't even paying no attention. Because when I'm working, I was working. You, you was allowed to wear headphones and shit. So I was in my own fucking zone. I had my headphones on. I had extra batteries. I was cool. So I'm, you know, I'm in there just, you know, doing my thing. The lady talking to me and shit. Come to find out. I didn't notice at first until after the fact, you know what I'm saying? She told me she was 37 years old. 
37. Now, I'm thinking she like 30, maybe 30 or something like that. So, you know, whatever. She like 37 years old. And she was my mom's co-worker. So, long story short, a couple weeks go by. I'm on an off day. She, um... She like, yo, whatever, whatever. She like, yo, where you going to be? Why don't you come over here or whatever? And she had a daughter. It's crazy. She had a daughter that was like a couple years younger than me. That shit was so wild, bro. Like she had a daughter that was a couple years younger than me. So I'm like, yo, what's really going on? So I'm, you know, I play it tight. You know, I play it cool and shit. You know, I don't act all, all excited and shit. Dude, I go over there. Daughter ain't there. Her daughter, you know what I'm saying, spend the night at a cut at her dad's or some shit like that house or whatever. All right, till the dad's house for the week or whatever, whatever the shit was going on. I go over there. I hit, bro. You couldn't tell me shit after that, man. I was the fucking man, yo. But I didn't do it like how you how young boys be doing when they fucking a school teacher and shit like that. They go blab and tell all their friends shit. No, I didn't do none of that shit. I didn't do none of that shit, man. I just kept that shit cool. I kept it cool as you can, as cool can be kept, bro. I hit it like a few times. I'm fucking with it about a month go by. Next thing you know, I'm driving this woman's car. Like she had me driving a car. She had me dropping off at work and shit, bro. Like, I'm like, what are we doing here? I drop off in her car. She had a fucking infinity. She had a slick ass infinity too, bro. And I'm out. Dude, I was so grimy. <laughs> I was I was going to holler at other females in her car <laughs> while she was at work, bro. I wasn't shit, man. So I'm telling you, man, at 22, bro, you too young to even worry about being no serious shit. If that's what it's going to be, it's going to be what it's going to be, man. She 28 and she got her shit together. Trust me, bro. Show, show the least amount of interest. Don't just completely blow off. Show some, but don't overdo it. Don't overcommit to it because... I knew, you know what I'm saying, because at some point that shit eventually gonna come to an end unless y'all just really fall in love and shit. But just like my situation, I mean, granted, the age gap was way different, cause yeah, way different. I was pretty much young enough to be her fucking son, at, you know what I'm saying, damn near. But I was like, okay, I'm I'm flossing this, this woman's car and shit like that. I'm going to her crib, you know what I'm saying, hitting every other night and shit like that. Cause I used to I used to get off at like like 11 11 30 p.m and shit i go to her crib boom she get there she beat me there by like an hour so she didn't already had time to shower and all that shit so i go over there hit take my ass home that shit was cold man i i mean you could tell me i wasn't i wasn't the fucking man when that shit happened bro that's just how that shit works but i said all that to say this man it 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 had like that situation can be something, but it could also be just that, just a fucking fling. So don't lead too much into it, thinking it's some serious shit. I mean, she might just need it. Some she might just like with my situation. I may have just been a rebound, some rebound shit, or some shit to see if she still got it or whatever. You know what I mean? Cause you know when women get over thirty, they start wondering, like, damn, maybe my best shit is behind me and shit like that. They start thinking that. So they want to know if some younger cat, you know what I'm saying, is 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 feeling will be feeling like that. Little do you know, you picked one a little too young because I was gonna nail anything that was cute, you know what I'm saying, at 19. I'm just being honest. If she was cute, I was hidden. And long as her shit didn't smell smell bad, or like she had no body odor or no shit like that, or smoke, because I didn't fuck with no chick that smoked ever in life, bro. 
But yeah, man, at 22, I wouldn't even sweat it, dog. You got plenty of time. If a 28-year-old woman checking for you and you 22, trust me, man. What you think gonna happen when you when you 20 when you 25? You gonna have 40-year-old women checking for you. You know what I'm saying? At some point, trust me, man. I tell you about that one too. But yeah, that's I'm telling you, man. That was crazy. That was a friend of my mom's. Like that was my mom's coworker. You know what I'm saying? So it can happen. It can happen to me. It can happen for you. So don't don't lead too much into it. Don't think too much of it, bro. It's, it's what it is, man. It's what it is. All right. Um. Last last thing I'm gonna talk about, man. I'm 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 gonna be done after this. Um, I seen this hip. I watch hip hop DX, and they stir a lot of shit on YouTube with their YouTube videos. They be like two minute videos, and most of them be hella clickbait for the most part. This LL Cool J comments he said uh, on Drake. I think they asked about like you know what works for Drake and all this other stuff. And LL just basically said, "Yeah, I, I kind of like made that that style popular." You know what I mean? So you know, in a sense, you know, I feel like a lot of these dudes that do that, they should. They should kind of thank me because, you know, people was criticizing me for doing that shit. And now everybody doing it is like the status quo, which he makes a point. He never said anything bad or derogatory towards, I mean, towards Drake or whatever. But he was spitting facts. And then I seen in the comments, people like, yo, uh, yeah, old head. He's just trying to stay relevant. Each other. But a lot of people did get it. And when you think about it, it makes perfect sense because LL was this young rapper. I mean, let's be real. When LL was rapping, right? This was like in the 80s. Your whole forte in the 80s was to be hard. You had to be hard. Like, you had to be hard, son. And then he from Queens, New York. Yo, I'm from St. Albans, Queens, son. You know what I'm saying? Yo, it's, yo, yo, it's your boy Mr. Smith with the lyrical gift. LL Cool J. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> He doing his whole LL stick and shit. And next thing you know, he comes out with... When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind, I hear my... He's singing, I need love. Niggas was like, niggas didn't know how to take that. And it was like, this ain't fucking, I'm bad and I can't live without my radio and I need a beat. And you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, all that hard shit LL was coming with. This man was t- singing about his, about a lady. He was like, yo, I want to settle, you know, I want to settle down and, and do this. Niggas wasn't feeling that shit at first. But then when they realized that the ladies love that shit, the ladies love that shit. Hence what LL stands for. Ladies love cool James. Nigga, this man was playing chess the whole time with y'all. He had he found it out and people were like, oh, he sold out and all. No, he didn't sell out. He cashed in. When you when LL set the blueprint for if the ladies fuck with it. They gonna buy it and support it. Therefore, the fellas gonna fuck with it because they wanna hear whatever the ladies wanna hear at them parties. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, in a sense, LL did make that shit popular. And niggas was clowning Ja Rule for doing it, 50 Cent. And then 50 Cent turned around and he was doing it. You know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne did it to a degree. I wouldn't care if you was a prostitute and you fuck every man you ever knew. That was my shit too, so... Like, I got no problem with people doing that shit. And Drake does it all the time. Drake does it all the time. It's just like, uh, granted, I, I figure if LL didn't do it, someone else would have done it eventually, but they didn't have the impact that LL did. And LL is one of the best that ever did it, bro. Like, people talking like this man is sweet. He's still a nigga that you don't want to beef with on record. I keep telling you, LL and Ice Cube <laughs> in a battle, 
you don't want to fuck with them dudes. Them dudes are tough, man. Like, he's like, nigga, I did this shit, but don't get it sweet. Don't get it twisted. Don't think I'm sweet. LL did it again. He did the Hey Lover. You know what I'm saying? He did some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Even like with the doing it and shit like that. That's that shit, man. The ladies love that shit, bro. And he set the blueprint for that. So for that, you have to pay homage, man. I'm all I'm all in favor of paying homage. I'm not saying kiss the nigga ass and, and kiss his ring and, and shine his shoes and yes, a boss massa. You know, none of that dumb shit, that corny shit. But pay homage, man. We all, we all, we all are have been influenced by somebody. And some people are gonna say, oh, well, Drake was influenced by Fonte or whatever. Who you think influenced Fonte? Fonte is in his 40s, bruh. So if you in your 40s, you was listening to LL Cool J. Fuck that. If you in your 40s, you was listening to LL Cool J. I was listening to LL Cool J. I grew up listening to some of his music. You know what I'm saying? I didn't catch like his earliest shit, but I went back and started listening to the shit. And I'm like, okay. LL is one of the best to ever do it, man. Pay homage, baby. All right, y'all hear that music, so y'all know what time that is. We about to wrap this thing on up. Hopefully, um, everybody with the Twitter questions are satisfied with what I had to answer on that. Big ups to all the platforms, all that good old shit, man, and the people, like I said before, that come over from the podcast to the Twitch. Um, spot out, shout out these social medias. Uh, holler at me on Instagram at flock.leader. Twitch, twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. And on Twitter, I am at flock, the number two, the letter K. Yes, come holler at your boy. This has been Flock. We represent the game Illuminati. Check out all my homeboys uh, podcast as well. Yeah, Taku Summit, the original GI podcast, Hokage Thoughts, and Game Reflex, which is a solo podcast as well. And shout out to this man, Ace, for finally announcing to the world that he got married. And he has a kid on the way. About time, nigga. We got tired of dodging that question every time someone asked us about what's going on with you, bro. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Flock. I'm out your ear, y'all. Be easy. Peace.